0: Finances can be complicated, but they don't have to be. I break down financial topics that may seem complex and overwhelming, so you can start taking action on your financial goals. I'm Ari Talby, and it all starts here on Personal Finance Redefined. Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Personal Finance Redefined. Hope you've been enjoying it. Please feel free to share it with your friends if you think they would find it helpful, I try to help as many people as possible, and I hope you've been enjoying it. So we'll get right into it. Today's episode is about what saving an additional $20 a month can do for you. So the hardest part about building wealth for the majority of the population has really nothing to do with picking stocks or what the right asset allocation is, whether you're invested actively versus passively, as I've talked about in previous episodes, or even the macro economy or any of the other stuff professional investors spend their time debating. The hardest part about building wealth for most people is the process of saving money on a consistent basis. Even $20 a month, and that's what I'm going to show you today, could have an enormous impact if you give yourself a long enough runway. So to do this, I'm going to use an example. Uh, I'm going to use an IRA and a Roth IRA as examples. And the difference is, once again, with an IRA, as I've spoken about in previous episodes, just as a recap, an IRA, well, that's going to use pre-tax dollars. So you're going to get a tax deduction on that income that you do contribute today. So if you were to contribute $6,000 to a traditional IRA, which is the maximum, well, you're going to get $6,000 tax deduction, but then you pay taxes on that money later. A Roth IRA, well, that's the opposite. That uses after-tax dollars. You put $6,000 to invest in a Roth IRA, you get no deduction today, but then that money grows completely tax-free and it comes out completely tax-free. So knowing the difference really doesn't make a huge difference, at least for for this example I'm going to walk you through, but this is really more about saving and I'm just using a Roth IRA and IRA to show you and even... Go into a deeper dive on the importance of investing on a consistent basis so the maximum as i said the contribution is six thousand dollars that means you're maxing out your ira would require you to save five hundred dollars a month so six thousand dollars divided by twelve is five hundred a month to max out your ira or roth ira so i'm going to give you an example if you were to diligently save that five hundred dollars every month for thirty years assuming a 7% return on your investments, which is fairly conservative, you would end up with more than that. But most likely, let's just give it 7%. I like to stay conservative that way, especially if anyone goes, Ari, well, what if you did 8% or 9%? I go, well, let's just take a conservative amount so that at the minimum we get that. But I'll show you the example. And so through this example, we're saving 500 bucks every month for 30 years, assuming that 7%. Well, if you would end up with $600,000 after 30 years of saving. Of that, $180,000 is you, the original contribution. That's what you put in. Your money, if it didn't grow at all, and you invested 500 bucks every month for 30 years at 7%, if it didn't grow at all, you'd have $180,000, which is good. But if you did invest, you'd have $600,000. $420,000 more. So, this is easier said than done for a variety of reasons, but th- that's not a bad return. But let's look at a few different scenarios and play with this. What if instead of saving the same amount every month of every year for 3 decades, you got raises in your jobs, which is most likely to happen? Well, instead increasing your savings by just $20 a month in year by $20 a month each year could have a huge benefit. So in year one, you would save $500 a month. In year two, you would save $520 each month. In year three, 540 and so on. Well, 20 bucks a month can't be worth that much, right? Well, actually, in this scenario, assuming the same 7% return, that ending balance after 30 years, instead of being $606,000, you'd have 867000 That $20 a month extra each year is worth more than $260,000. Not a bad return. Now, maybe you think 7% is too high for risk assets over the next 30 years. I certainly don't think so, considering historically it's been 10%. But okay, I'll I'll play it with you. So let's look at 6%. Well, at 6%, that $20 a month increase each year would be worth close to $230,000. At 5%, it would be just over $200,000. So maybe it's not realistic for some households to save $500 a month and max out their IRA or Roth IRA at the moment. But $20 a month, that's a reasonable goal for most households. Maybe $50 a month. $100 a month, it doesn't matter. My point is, of course your money's gonna grow more if you have more money there to be grown, but it's about finding what number you can commit to and then increasing that over your lifetime. And the best way to do that, is to pay yourself first. Don't go out and pay the rent and then you pay food and then you're like, oh, I forgot I have insurance premiums. First, pay yourself. You get a check, money's going to future Ari because he's gonna need it. After that, pay all your expenses. I think you'll be surprised that you make a way to do so. And if you don't, well, then after that month, you take money out of your pay yourself fund and then you use that money and then it actually makes you more aware of where your money's really going. So if you're younger and you're not yet making earned income, which is required to fund a Roth IRA, just think about this same strategy, but without the retirement approach. Instead of the $500 a month, I'm not even talking about the tax benefits. In the example I gave you where that $180,000 becomes $600,000, well, in a Roth IRA, you pay no taxes. So you actually walk away with $600,000. In an individual account, you actually walk away with a lot less because you have to pay capital gains taxes. Now, that depends on your income and what tax bracket you're in and a few other um, reason things. But at the end of the day, you can still invest. It just means you won't be receiving the tax-free growth in the future for that. So I know this is a shorter episode, but I, I just wanted to outline the importance of investing, even if at a small amount, staying consistent, try to increase that over time. I think you'll be amazed.